Hello and welcome to the Abai Center podcast series, The Sounds of the Great Step. I'm your host, Irtai Sultan. In this podcast, we talk about the music of the Kazakh steppe people, the legendary Kuz. Kuz are the instrumental musical pieces performed by the steppe people of the Eurasia, with traditional plucket, bow, and wind instruments such as dombra, kobas, sernai, and many others. In Kazakh culture, cues were learned by heart and passed down from the generation to generation without written notes, words, or anything else. Though they did not have lyrics, they employed strong music and purposeful imitation of such sounds as bird calls or horse hooves. Cues always had a storyline that had been passed down for many centuries starting in the Middle Ages. These stories were surprisingly detailed and included legends, myths, dynamics, and personalities. Before performing the cue, the cue performer used to tell a story about the composition to be played, so the audience could get a proper sense of it. In this podcast, we talk about the stories of the cues preserved for us by previous generations. We also play them presenting the voice and the sound of the national spiritual heritage, the inner soul of the Kazakh people. We will talk about various instruments, traditions, regions, schools, periods, themes, variants and diversions. This podcast is based on the anthology Ancient Motives of the Great Steppe, published by the Awazov Institute of Literature and Art, based in Almaty, Kazakhstan. Episode 5. Daulet Kiri Daulet was born in 1820 in the former Bukiurda of the Oral region. He was born into the aristocracy. In fact, his father Sultan Shagai Nuralif, temporarily from 1815 to 1823, ruled the Bukiurda following the death of Han Bukay, serving as a regent for the minor future Han Jangir Bukayev. He died when Daulet Kiri was only 5 years old, and his cousin Sultan Mingdigiri Bukihanov the richest and the most influential person in the Bukhivarda after Han Jangir took the responsibility for his upbringing. From childhood, Dorotkiri was fond of art and music. He learned Russian and practiced Dombra with the artists who came to visit from Saratov. He also studied Muslim literacy with the Mullah. But his love for the Dombra was above all. There is evidence that Dorotkiri was familiar with Russian and European music from childhood. He also played the Russian balalaika well and knew how to play the guitar and the mandolin. In his youth, Dolitkri witnessed the national liberation uprising of the Kazakhs of Bukhiorda, led by Isatay Taimanov and Mohamed Utimisov, against Russian colonization and the government of Hanjangir, which left its mark on the work of Kusha. In 1851, Dolitkri became the ruler of the Shirkesh clan. He was among the representatives of the Kazakh people at the celebrations on the occasion of the coronation of Tsar Alexander II in 1855. During his trip to St. Petersburg, he heard and saw a lot of interesting things that he had not seen or heard before, including orchestral performances of the works of European composers. In 1861, Dolet was appointed the ruler of the family of Kazukurt, where a year later he met the father of the Kuis, Kurmangaza. Dolet played his Kui Bulbul, Nightingale during this meeting. Kurmangaza liked the performance very much. 
He included the key in his repertoire and even composed a kind of paraphrase on this topic. Kurmangazin and Dalitkari borrowed extensively from each other. A well-known Kazakh musicologist, Ahmed Juban, writes, Dalitkari's musical creativity was greatly influenced by conversation with Kurmangazin and meetings with other Dombra players who performed cues in a traditional folk manner. Dalitkari's subsequent cues, Topan and Jigir, expressing the desire of the people for freedom, at the same time reflect the thoughts of a man who has suffered a lot in life. A man who is courageous, restrained, serious. Alexander Zatevich, a collector of Kazakh folk works, wrote of Chikir, In this coup, the sounds exceed the capabilities of the Dombra, beat over the edge, boil. This work written at an elevated, sublime pace is of great importance. The last three decades of the life of this remarkable Kusha witnessed a true flowering of creativity. He composed Kus that are perfect in their skill and depths of their content. Dolitkiri died on May 4, 1887. He left a significant musical legacy that influenced the further development of folk instrumental music in Kazakhstan. Ahmed Jubanov called Dolitkiri the ancestor of the Turiki who left beautiful melodic cues, forming an individual tradition school that is completely different from Kurmangaz's tradition, which was known in this region as Karakagas or Tintekagas. If the cues created by Dalitkri in his youth were lyrical and romantic, then the cues that appeared in the last years of his life have deep philosophical content and are full of complex psychologism. Today we are going to play four of his most famous cues, Jigir, Kurkim Hanum, Kurugla, and Angshluk. They all reflect his thoughts on his nation and its liberty. The Ku Jigir The Jigir was created during years of severe mental crisis. Jigir is a work of tremendous tragic power and emotion conveying the disturbing spirit of its time. Performed by Aijan Toktagan
Dekuy Kurkim Hanım, performed by Yedige Nabiyev. Ki Koruglu Performed by Nariman Ülkenbayev Performed by Sagan Jalmushev.
That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please stay subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platforms as we share more beautiful sounds of the steppe.